You're listening to the Ambition Incubator podcast, and I'm your host, Deirdre Morrison. I'll be sharing some bite-sized brain science, thought-provoking questions, and mind-bending ideas about how our brains work, change, learn, and adapt, and how we can use the knowledge emerging from the field of neuroscience to open up new possibilities and make the progress we want in all areas of our lives. Hey, thanks for joining me today. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to myself. No, seriously, I am. Not in the normal way that I talk to myself as I go about my day. This time it's different. I'm doing a little bit of 2020 time travel in the form of a letter to give my younger business self some advice that would definitely have helped me. So maybe it'll help you too. Here's what I wrote. Dear Deirdre, sit down. We need to talk. I'm writing to you from the year 2021. So glad I found a way to communicate with you. That, that is me in the past. You wouldn't believe all the crap that's happened, by the way, but I don't have all day. Look, I know exactly what you're going through, starting out and setting up this thing that's taking all your time and energy and creativity, and I really want to help you out. So I'm going to give you the single most important secret I wish I'd known. Stuff takes time. It's that simple. Bear it in mind when you head down the road of building this awesome thing that you're doing now. Don't shortchange your work by assuming that those people who built a highly successful business with just an iPhone, a box of matches and some duct tape could build what you're building. You've got this, by the way, more than you know. Lots of love, your future self. P.S. Less is more. Trust me. And oh my God, neuroscience, you're going to love it. At least I was able to find the time to write a short letter, right? I'm sure Mark Twain would have approved. So yeah, stuff takes time. Sounds pretty obvious, right? And this is something that really goes back to expectations that I put on myself, and I know I'm not the only one still expecting to be the smart kid who just gets it. But of course, this isn't school, is it? Right and wrong answers are a whole lot less clearly defined, and even working that out takes time. I'm not saying you get to slack or procrastinate or otherwise dilly-dally. No, stuff takes time, even when you are on it. And it takes time for a number of reasons. One, as an entrepreneur, you're learning from scratch a lot of the time. Who knew that you'd need a sales page and a checkout page and a thank you page and a sequence of emails and SEO to go with that thing you've created? Who knew that you'd have to find ways to comply with GDPR or HACCP or whatever legislation it is that your business has to deal with? Or even COVID? It makes perfect sense that things take time. You don't have any previous background for this. You're doing it from scratch and learning as you go. Number two, even when you have guidance and instruction, being told and knowing are different things. It's like the old idea of trying to learn to swim from a book. You can read as many books as you like about swimming, but in reality, what teaches you to swim is actually swimming. So listening to the gurus and reading the books and attending the masterclasses, that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, as Napoleon Hill said, knowledge is not power, it's just potential power. And then there's the third thing. Practice makes progress, as one of my mentors says. The first time you bake a cake, it's probably not going to be the best version of that cake that you ever make. Unless, of course, it's the only time you make that cake, in which case you've wasted the time you put into learning how to make it in the first place by not building on that. I half jokingly blame those art and craft shows I loved so much as a kid. You know, the ones they always had exactly the right materials and they always had them to hand. And no matter what they were making, it never took longer than 30 minutes. And they always had one they made earlier when it came to trickier or repetitive bits. Meanwhile, I had no idea what some of the materials even were, let alone having them in the kitchen cupboards. 
If my mum were to have her parenting rated on the number of times that she had the materials I needed in the house, she'd be a perfect zero. And compound this with the fact that we were technologically pretty backward. There were no recordings and no replays. If you didn't get it first time round, that was it. The show was never to be repeated and your dreams of creating a starry night light shade from old toilet paper tubes and tinfoil were gone with the closing credits. It's a little wonder I'm so messed up. You know, apart from the no replays, being an entrepreneur in the digital space is a lot like that these days. There's any number of people who've been there, done that and make a living from charging you a premium for the blow by blow account. But of course, there's the version that hooks you in. Watch over my shoulders. I create a seven figure business in 28 days with just my phone. And of course, there's the other version that's a bit more detailed and there's a bit more to it. So these days I'm super skeptical, like, uh uh-huh, just your phone and your years of experience and all the lessons learned from the times it didn't work so well and your existing audience and your team and your reputation and God knows what else. So let me tell you this, like you don't know already, it's not a one size fits all world. And no matter how foolproof their system, it's going to take a bit of reworking to be your system, unless you're doing exactly what they did with the same experience and resources and personality. I mean, sure, yeah, swipe files, blah, blah, blah. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I get it. I totally get it. Do learn from the experience of others. Do tap into the lessons they've learned and the resources they can provide. But don't assume that their magic solution is also yours. No matter how thorough their step-by-step to millions is, you're going to either have to A, get right inside their mind to recreate their system and the energy of it, or B, stay switched on to how you merge your thing with their system, or C, accept that the results may vary when you try to apply their system to your product or business. You're also, of course, going to have to take the time to either do it exactly like they did, which may not come naturally to you, or you're going to have to digest the valuable parts of what they did and regurgitate a version that is far more you, your voice, your energy, your style. So to summarize, there is no messiah in this instance. There's no fairy godmother either. And buying the magic book or the course or the swipe files or whatever it is, that's only the very first step. The transformation begins with the transaction, as James Wedmore is fond of saying. But the key word here is begins. And to flesh that out, here's another quote, this time from French movie director Jean-Luc Godard. It's not where you take it from, it's where you take it to. However you cut it, it'll take time and not the same amount of time for everyone. And here's the next question. Are you prepared to give it the time? We're very often focused on what remains to be done in the time we have. And this can give us a very distorted view of how we're doing. It can become very overwhelming as though we're not really making much headway. Of course, this is largely because we're not taking a 360 view of the situation. And there's a good chance we're comparing ourselves to the others we can see who are all further down the road because we're focused in that direction. And that compounds the situation. Depending on your frame of mind, it may make you feel competitive. I need to build my thing before they build theirs. Or encouraged. Wow, look at what they've created. If they can do it, so can I. Or inadequate. Why am I so far behind? There must be something wrong with me. Of course, that takes us back to the playing field. They're not all level. So in any case, your journey is your journey and where you are is where you are. I remember having a discussion with one of my kendo teachers at one stage about gradings. That's, you know, how we recognize progression and determine our our rank in the dojo. Now, at this point, I'd already failed my first formal grading twice, despite the fact that no one really expected me to fail it. Um, Anyway, the conversation went a bit like this. 
your kendo is your kendo, the bit of paper doesn't really mean much. And what I took from that was that it didn't matter whether I came away with a new rank and a fancy certificate, my kendo was something that was within me and I should just do it as I normally did it as best I could rather than trying to perform it because I was at it grading. And that seemed to work. And at my third attempt, where to be honest, I was a little beyond caring about the bit of paper, I succeeded. So what's the point here? Why am I talking about not just looking forward to the things you haven't achieved? Well, because it's important to recognize what you have accomplished. I don't know who invented the technique known as the reverse gap, but I love it. The reverse gap is something I think we should all be using. It allows us to measure progress and recognize and reinforce our momentum. Say, for example, 12 months ago, you decided to start a business. And let's say that you are using the reverse gap now. First of all, you might use it to review what you've accomplished in this last week. How many steps closer are you to your ultimate goal because of your efforts in that week? Do you get a feeling of satisfaction from the progress you've made? Or are you wondering if you should have done more? And my new check in on that, by the way, is a great quote from a guy called Alex Toussaint, who's a Peloton instructor, and it was shared in an article by Martin Norbury. Here it is. The excuses you make will never be strong enough to support your goals. I'm going to say that again. The excuses you make will never be strong enough to support your goals. Hmm. So when you look back on the week, yeah, stuff may have happened and valid stuff where you had to flex. Maybe you had a sick child or maybe something urgently required fixing. Those aren't excuses. You'll know the excuses because they're the things that you allow yourself to believe. They're the things that you could change. But we're not going to go into that today. Anyway, so that was a, a weekly reverse gap. Am I satisfied with my progress? Has it been realistic or maybe even a bit of a stretch? There's no point writing a list of 400 things, though, and knowing that each of them will take an hour and then beating yourself up at the end of the week because you haven't done them. That's just crazy. The next thing we can do with the reverse gap is use it as a monthly, quarterly or annual yardstick to see what progress we've made. So going back to you 12 months ago when you had an idea that and that was all you had. In the intervening time, you may have created a brand, built an audience, tested your products, complied with legislation, sorted insurance. You may even have got your first clients. It might still feel like there's a long way to go. And you know what? <laughs> Let's be honest. There normally is. But look at how much you've achieved, right? Would you swap and go back to having to do all that again? I dare say not. And herein lies the power of the reverse gap. We build a reward loop for our brains. Recognizing what we have accomplished helps us to feel good about what we have accomplished. We reinforce the habits and behaviors that will help us to progress by repeating the review, recognize and reward loop. And the more we check in on all of those seemingly inconsequential steps, if you take them individually, we see how they add up. The more we reinforce our progress habit and give it the power rather than our excuses. So this is what it comes down to today. Value your time and value what you've accomplished. And instead of becoming overwhelmed or deflated by all the things that remain to be done, start using the reverse gap to review, recognize and reward your progress. Consistency is the key. And the key to being consistent is seeing the rewards that it brings. If you're a fan of the reverse gap, let me know. If it's something that you're trying for the first time after hearing this, I'd also love to know how you get on. And thank you for joining me today. If you've got advice that you would like to give your younger business self, let me know. See you next time.
Hey, before you go, I want to take a moment to say thanks for tuning into this episode of the Ambition Incubator podcast and just check to make sure you know that you can join me each week for a deep dive, dynamic, collaborative reading of some business classics. You'll find all the information you need when you register for free at ambitionincubator.com forward slash BBC. I'll see you there.